Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. This is PWX champion Caleb Conley, and you're watching Live from the Armory with Buckhouse Bob and my BFF, Laura. Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. Just me rambling on incoherently, and Laura talking about Caleb Conley. Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605, with your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I will bounce you like a lowrider in a Dr. Dre video, and that's no joke. And the lovely Laura. That's time for Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me in just a moment will be my lovely co-host, the lovely Laura, whom today is her birthday. So we will bring her on in just a moment, and we will wish her a big happy birthday on behalf of all the fans and everybody here at the show. Folks, our studio line, 213-816-1605. We've got a really big show we have Hudson Envy wrestling out of California, and we have Buku Dai who wrestles out of Luke Hawks' promotion, Wildcat Sports, down in Metairie. We'll have them on uh, the show here in just a little while. But without further ado, I couldn't help playing that intro, even though he is not the PWX champ anymore. However, he is still Laura's BFF. That's why we had to play the Caleb, Contry, Caleb Conley intro one more time. Without further ado... Here is the birthday girl herself. Here is Laura. Hey, Bob. Happy birthday, girl. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. And I do want to say I appreciate all the texts and the emails and the Facebook messages and the tweets I've gotten today. I'm very overwhelmed and very humbled. Thank you all. Well, you know, I promised you that I wouldn't sing anymore after my last uh my last venture into uh American <laughs> Idol land but it is your birthday so I'm obliged to sing happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear Laura happy birthday to you Well that was very nice Bob that was very very nice and Caleb Conley still sucks. So. No, he does not! 
Yes, he does. Even on your birthday, he stinks. No, he does not. But he wished you happy birthday, so. Yep, so you're good for another year, right? We're good for another year. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Folks, we'd like to to thank you for uh, tuning in or downloading wherever you may be at, whether you're listening on Blog Talk Radio Live or whether you go to iTunes. Uh, You can download an actual iPod app, and I was scrolling through all the shows. Folks, we are fast on the heels of surpassing the Ross Report, and soon after that, we have our sights set on the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. We'll be catching up with him quickly because they spend an exorbitant amount of time thanking their sponsors, which we don't have sponsors on this show. Uh, hold on a second while I get a sip of my delicious Red Diamond sweet tea. Uh, but we don't have sponsors on this show uh, where, where, where we do this all on our own. So, And as you can tell, it's a, it's a rookie podcast. No, it's not. We're professional. I mean, we've got a Twitter address. Folks, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can catch us at From the Armory. Like I said, we are on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and you type in Armory in the search bar, pop, pull up the podcast link. Our uh, link for our podcast is there. Laura manages our Facebook page. Laura, what's that address for Facebook? It's facebook.com backslash live.armory.9 and the thing about Twitter I'll give you a status update folks it's been seven days and I haven't gotten a follow from Mary Elizabeth Monroe yet so I still need folks to tweet Mary Elizabeth Monroe at wrestler M-E-M and put in there follow bunkhouse Bob hashtag follow bunkhouse Bob because I'm not going to stop until she does. It's not that I'm stalking her. It's just that I have a lot to offer Mary Elizabeth Monroe. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, famous last words. <laughs> oh. What do you mean famous last words? I hope those aren't my last words. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, <laughs> I sounds kind of stalkerish. I'm sorry, Bob. I hate to tell you that. But it's, oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, I can't help it. You know, it's just who I am. All yeah. I do is all I do is what well, I do, Laura. We'll um, we'll make the you know follow Bunkhouse Bob army. Yes, we need that. The world needs it. Yeah. All these fans need it, it. Of course they do. They just don't know it. They don't know it. It's kind of like Conley Aid. You need a sip of it. You just don't realize it. Exactly. See, everybody needs a drink of Conley Aid. And I know that Jordan Castle is listening right now, and I know that he drinks the Conley Aid. I know he's a drunkard on it. At any rate, <laughs> we, um, last week we asked fans to give us some info on uh, Pacific Northwest promotions. And, of course, as always, our fans never let us down. Uh, I got several messages uh, about a promotion called West Coast Wrestling Connection. You can find them on Twitter. They are at the WCWC. Their website is www.wc-wc.com. Now, they do have some events that are coming up in July and August that we will cover. Um, There are several names on there that we're real familiar with. There's a lot of 
seeming uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood workers that also work for this promotion, and there are some others, uh, Big Duke, Ethan HD, whom I've got my eye on. Uh, if you don't know who Ethan HD is, you need to check out some of his work. Uh, Len Denton, who is known as the grappler in uh, championship mm-hmm. wrestling from Hollywood. Laura and I, we've spoke to him before. Uh, he's like a 40-year-plus pro in the business, wears the, uh, oh, I don't know, like the Mr. Wrestling mask. Uh, very, uh, very cool right. guy. Very cool guy. Uh, so we want to thank the fans for sending in info on West Coast Wrestling Connection. If you know of any other promotion in the Pacific Northwest, tweet us or Facebook us that info, and we'll definitely look into it. See, we're a, we're a show of our word. We certainly are. I mean, we've never lied, and I don't intend to. You had some information on the Super Jays. Is that correct? This is a pretty big deal, y'all. Okay. Um, Ricochet. Mm-hmm. He won the best of the Super Juniors in Tokyo on Sunday, and that's a pretty big tournament, pretty big event that goes on in Japan every year. He's the first American to win this tournament since Eddie Guerrero did in 1996. Do the math, people. That's 18 years. Uh, that's a that's long pretty time. big. Says a lot. It is. It says a lot about Ricochet. Uh, and if you guys don't know who Ricochet is, you need to go Google him and go watch some YouTube. He is phenomenal. Um, we also wanted to mention that Ricochet had been training with uh, previous show guests, Johnny Huma, before going to Japan. So I guess he got some of that Huma Buma. Mm-hmm. That's um. So, I, I did not. I did not realize that an American had not won that since '96. That seems kind of. I hadn't either. Kind yeah. of strange to me. I wonder if it's just because of the promotion, or if it's because of the wrestlers that compete in it. I don't know. Uh, it's it, that's a good question. But my our good friend George Coles from mm-hmm. uh, Heel Heat. Uh, is the one who uh, pointed that out to me. Um, I was wanting to uh, cover it, but he was like, you know, this is really, really big, you know, and this is why it's really, really big. So okay. I want to thank uh, our good friend George from Hill Heat for uh, letting me know that. Hats off to George, as always, for giving us uh, little tidbits of information that uh, are pretty cool for our listeners to get a hold of. Yeah, George is like, like a fountain of indie, well, just wrestling knowledge, period. Not necessarily indie, but just all knowledge. If you guys want to know something, yes, George, because that's what I do. Um, also wanted to report that Kevin Steen has signed a deal with the WWE. He has signed a developmental deal. And he'll finish his indie bookings through June, and we both would like to congratulate him. No one's more deserving than Kevin Steen, and... Um, I would love to see the continuation of the Steen Generico feud. That's what I'm really excited for. But I'm really uh, lucky that I got to meet Kevin Steen and got to see him in action at PWX in January. Uh, mm. Super nice guy. He talked me in. It didn't. Even, he talked me into buying a T-shirt, but he really didn't talk me into buying a T-shirt. <laughs> That's how smooth he is. He got um, flickered into and it. He, he, I did, but you know, I didn't even know I got sliggered into it. So I was like, "Wait a minute, I wasn't even going to buy anything." And where's my twenty bucks? And I've got this T-shirt. But anyway, 
super nice guy, hardest worker in the ring, interacts with the fans. He's just, I think the WWE, he won't be in NXT long, I don't think. I think he'll probably be on the main roster in no time. Um, But just want to wish Kevin Steen the best of luck uh, going to... uh, Going down to Florida, so. No, it's, it, that, that's pretty cool. I didn't have a chance to meet him. I did see him wrestle at uh, WrestleCon in New Orleans. Uh, he had wrestled oh, uh, yeah. Masato Tanaka, and I, I had told you that I had felt that that was probably one of the top three matches that was on the card that night for just the overall uh, hard-hitting uh, ring action, you know, and being slickered out of the – out of the 20 bucks, it, I, I'm pretty sure at some point in time that he has probably worked the gimmick table with Cliff Compton, uh, you know, because Cliff Compton <laughs> slickered me out of five extra bucks, and I didn't even realize what was going on. He's like a carny. So I am certain that those two have, have worked tables right beside of each other and, and, and realize how to uh, and how to, uh, to get the fans to, to do it. But in all honesty, uh, Kevin Steen, a great guy. Uh, I don't know how long he'll toil away in NXT. Um, my personal feeling is is that you are probably going to see him later rather than sooner. And the reason why I say that is it has nothing to do with his promotion skills, his promo work, has nothing to do with his in-ring work. What I think is is that they will put him on the burner on slow burn to see how patient he is. That's my thought, well, because it seems to happen very well to quite a, few, quite a few people. Right. You're, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I just, I, I just that, that's my feeling. I, I, just, I, I, I think that they will, will just test his patience. I don't even know if, if I want to call it a test or not, but to see where his patience level is at, see where his mind's at, because... You know, I mean, he's been he's been hard at it. His name is, you know, if you say fight, steam, fight, kill, steam, kill, people know who you're talking about. I mean, they you, people yeah. know Kevin Steen. They know his ring work from Ring of Honor if you follow wrestling at all. So name recognition, and I'll be, you know, I don't think they're going to change his name. I, I, I think they're probably not even going to package. I think they're going to present him as Kevin Steen, you know, as one of those guys like you know that, that's yeah exactly that's worked his way up from the ranks you know i I'll be interested to see at what point in time that he does come up um, how they if they how they present him as far as opponents and whether or not they give him a big push right off the bat or if he's going to have to go up there and really work from the bottom to the top that's what I'll be interested in that will be very telling. So, folks, our studio line is 213-816-1605. We're waiting on a call from indie worker Hudson Envy from California. She's scheduled to be on the show here in just a few minutes, so we're waiting on her phone call. Um, <clears throat> as a matter of oh, fact, um, Laura, co- Laura, cover, Laura, cover for me for one moment, please. Okay, certainly. Um, I did want to uh, mention, you know, Bob was talking about um, – being maybe in developmental a little longer, but um, George Cole just uh, messaged me and let me know that uh, he's hearing that Steen, uh, Prince DeVitt, um, or Devitt, not exactly sure, uh, Willie Mack and Kenta are all on the fast track uh, 
which means they'll probably be, you know, less than three months down in developmental. So that's actually a uh, that's some great news to hear uh, hear all those guys because. I think WWE is getting ready to get really interesting. I know we don't really cover WWE, but I'm just saying all these indie stars, indie stars of this magnitude, I think it's going to get interesting here in just a little bit. And um, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Um, folks, without further ado, because her time is just as valuable as anybody else's, and we certainly appreciate her for coming on live with us right now independent wrestler from the Southern California area. Please welcome to the show, Hudson Envy. Hudson, how are you this evening? I am doing wonderful. How are you guys? We're doing fine. Thank you very much. I wanted to uh, thank you for taking the time uh, to be with us this evening. I certainly appreciate you uh, coming on to the program. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Uh, on the line with us is uh, co-host, uh, the lovely Laura. Laura? Say hello to Hudson. Hudson, say hello to Laura. Hey, girl. Hey, how Hudson, are you? How you doing? I'm, <laughs> I'm wonderful. pretty good. <laughs> it always happens at the same time. Always happens at I the know. same time. It always does. <laughs> <laughs> Hudson, uh, get started. In a video that I saw that you had posted on YouTube last year, uh, it was one of your, uh, I believe you were just answering fan questions and, and going over some stuff, you called yourself the new queen of hardcore. Can you give me what your definition of hardcore is? What does that mean to you? Well, I think my bloody pictures um, explain what I think of hardcore. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, more, it's more than just bloody pictures, though. I mean, is it, is, it, is it a ring attitude? Is it a ring style? Is it a way of life? What does it mean to you? Well, okay. I wouldn't say a way of life because I could send the wrong message out to younger people. That's um, true. I would say more more my style and the way I wrestle because um, I can be quite technical, but when it comes down to it, I will go and brawl with you. Okay. Now, uh, you had defeated uh, former show guest Allie Parker. She's been on the program before to win the 2013 Luna Vachon Memorial Cup. Do folks draw a lot of comparisons between you and Luna for the more obvious reasons of just the ring look, but maybe the ring style as well? Do you get that a lot? I do. As a matter of fact, I get that a lot. How do you, how do you take that? Um, well, for me personally, it's a huge pressure because Luna was amazing and so great at what she brought to the ring and just what she brought to wrestling in general. So, I, you know, I'm very honored that people, you know, say that and do compare me to her, but at the same time, it is a huge pressure. Do you think that the, uh, with that type of expectation, um, I know that there are other wrestlers that get, get compared to other wrestlers all the time. Did you, does the expectation, obviously it puts more pressure on you. How do you handle that? How do you deal with that? Um, well, it just causes me to, train more and just learn every little thing that I can and make it my own and, you know, do it to the best of my abilities. Now, when we had Allie on a couple of weeks ago, we were talking, she wrestles primarily out of Vegas and has made her way over to California and some other spots, but we were just talking about um, why there was not uh, 
women's wrestling currently right now in championship wrestling from Hollywood, and she said something that I thought was a little strange, and we talked about it. She had said that uh, there seemed to be a lack of women's workers on the West Coast. I mean, the, the, everybody knows that the East Coast, uh, they're, they're, it's just full. I mean, there there are constant women on the cards, but out West, there are women wrestlers, but it's fewer and far between. What do you think of the talent situation as far as women's wrestling is on the West Coast? Well, I honestly completely disagree with that. There's plenty of women on the West Coast, whether it is Southern California, Northern California. Um, mm. I think, as a matter of fact, the women on the West Coast are underestimated and not given the opportunities that the women on the East Coast are given. Um, there's, there's plenty of unseen and unheard of talent here that people have not got the opportunity to see because um, promotions, you know, they really do not push the women as you know, much as the East Coast does. See, I'm very blessed because I am the AWS Women's Champion, and um, the AWS pushes their women. Um, right. So I think it's the lack of faith in women rather than the lack of talent because there are plenty of talented girls out here, Candice LeRae being one of them. Right. What, why do you think that there is that lack of faith? What, can you put your finger on it? Because, like, uh, Laura, Laura is from the North Carolina area. I'm from from the southern uh, part of the United States, you know, so we have like a void, you know, and in, in, in knowing about what's really going on out west. Do you, why is there a lack of faith in, uh, for promotions on the, in that? You know, I honestly, um, I really can't answer that. I'm very unaware. I do know that a lot of the fans, you know, they've come in and seen me wrestle and come in and said, Candace wrestle, and, you know, I've been blessed to have people that go, now I'm a fan of women's wrestling. I think that they compare WWE divas as an mm-hmm. expectation of what the indie scene brings in wrestling. Okay. I think that I think that's a fair assumption. We've had, uh, we've had a couple of people mention that. I was looking over your bookings coming up, and you're a very busy woman. Uh, you've got the IWA... Uh, tournament coming up, AWS, Dendetta Pro, Top Rope Texas, on and on. Are you interested in coming to the East Coast to work? And if you were, what promotions would you most like to get an opportunity in? Oh, God, yes. I would die to go to the East Coast. I think their women talent is phenomenal, and I haven't been in the ring with them. So, you know, it's an opportunity for me to learn and better myself at my craft. Um the promotions uh, would definitely one would be CZW or WSU would be my top mm. two. I would really mm-hmm. would love a chance to work for. Now WSU, they're 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 tied together with CZW, correct? Uh, yeah. That as far as the best of my knowledge, is there somebody in WSU that really stands out to you? A person that you would like to work with in WSU? All of them, really. Like I'm really not picky. I I love to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. I know that. Uh, I know Laura's got a couple of questions for you too. And I do apologize. I'm trying to run Twitter at the same time. Hudson, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have wrestled um, like a who's who list of the na- great names in uh, indie wrestling. Um, Cheerleader Melissa, Candice LeRae, uh, Rebby Sky, Taylor Hendricks. Um, who do you feel 
you've had the best match with to date? Oh, that's so tough. Um, but I'm gonna. I actually, there's two of them because one was a hardcore match and the other one was a completely normal match. Um, my hardcore one would be Candice LeRae, most definitely up to date, best match, best hardcore match I've ever had. And then other way would be cheerleader Melissa, hands down. Well, what was uh, what was so great about those two matches that you know that are that made your top two? Um, just to be honest, um, both of those opponents forced me out of my comfort zone and forced me to up my level, so to speak, and um, pushed me to where I thought I would break in the ring to passing, surpassing that point and being able to see, oh, I can do more. Awesome. Well, they're, they're two great wrestlers. You know, Candace gets in there with the guys, and I I believe you have as well. I've seen a couple of um, clips where you're in there, you know, rough and tumble too. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, WWE and, you know, I guess people's, you know, vision of what women's wrestling is when they come to see, you know, indie wrestling. Um, I was wondering if we could get your thoughts on the current Divas Champion page and, you know, possibly what you thought of her winning the title on her first introduction to the main roster. Well, personally, I think she's a phenomenal wrestler. wrestler. I've watched her on the indie scene, and I know what what she's capable of. Um, as for her going, as for her winning the title, they, you know, they put it on somebody that wrestled their entire life, basically was born into it. I think it's phenomenal. And I think she is a great reputation of what women wrestlers can and are. So a good role model, I would would think. Yes. If the WWE allows her to show her true talent. Yeah, I, I think that's the key, though, you know, if they allow her to, you know, I, I, I want to say break the mold, you know, and, and allow her to be, you know, who she really truly is. Um, but, again, I guess it's all about what, you know, they will let you do. Um, you're, you have a great name, Hudson Envy, and I'd like to know, where did that come from? Oh, okay. Um, I don't get to explain that very often. Um, well, I'm a huge Xena nerd, for the people that don't know. And I'm a huge fan of Callisto. And her real name is Hudson Lake. So I took oh. that. Yeah, I took her first name, that, and her just her strong character that she portrayed in Xena is kind of something that I like portraying in the ring. Well... That's pretty awesome. I, I just like the name. I, I, I like Hudson is a great name, but I like that envy part because that I think with a name like that, you come with you know almost like your reputation almost precedes you, you know. Yeah. You know, in a way, you know, like I'm Hudson Envy. You know. Well, thank Here you. Here I too. am. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I absolutely love it. I think it's a great name. Um, Here's a question that um, uh, is, is kind of, 
I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this before or not, but if you could wrestle anyone living or dead, male or female, who would it be and and why would you choose them? Oh, male or female, I only get to pick one. <laughs> uh, do, wait, sure, do both. Okay, a male would be Eddie Guerrero. I'm oh, oh that man was so amazing and at his craft and so charismatic in the ring. It was just he drew you to him. If he showed pain, you could feel it at home. And just to be in the ring with that and just the chance to absorb the knowledge that he had, I would I, I would have loved that. And then of course my my women would be Luna Vachon. Just I think that's self-explanatory. <laughs> well, Luna was one of a kind and so charismatic in the ring. You know, I've watched some of her ECW stuff, and she wasn't in there very long, but, I mean, she certainly definitely left her mark on ECW and, uh, and, and you know, wrestling as a whole because when you say Luna Vachon, you certainly have a certain uh, image you know, if you're if you you know wrestling fan from from way back, you you know who Luna Vachon is, and um, how do you think you would fare against the two of them? Well, I mean, I'm pretty crazy, but Luna probably would beat my butt. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, she's got she's got some years on me. She has experience. I'm <laughs> she'd probably beat my butt, um, but <laughs> it would be a butt kicking that I would enjoy and remember for my entire life. <laughs> well, what about against Eddie? How do you think you'd against him? Well, if I had to, I would just flirt with him and then, you know, do like quick roll-up. I think I could win that way. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a reverse of what he used to do, you know? Okay, exactly. Like cheat. <laughs> Fly and cheat. I love that. <laughs> Fly and cheat. That's right. Right. Um, gosh, I miss Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> um, you know, Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae uh, have seemingly found some, you know, niche and ta- mixed tag wrestling, and you don't really see that much, or you, you know, ever. Um, you know, what do you think about, you know, their tag team and, you know, if you were approached, and said, hey, you know, we've got this, we want to try this, you know, angle, would you be up for it? You know, I think it's awesome. I am a huge fan of Joey and Candace tagging together because, you know, people see Candace and they think, oh, small little blonde girl, but when you're in the ring with her, she'll throw those six-foot-two guys around like they're ragdolls. And, you know, it's just you don't expect it, and then they're just, their chemistry together, I love it. I absolutely love it. If somebody came to me with that angle, I, if it made sense, I'd do it. But it would have to have chemistry like Joey and Candace have that chemistry. Yeah, because you just can't throw two people together and expect them to make magic, you know? Mm-hmm. Folks, our uh, studio line is 213-816-1605. Um, Hudson, I know that you you had mentioned it briefly. One of your more infamous matches uh, was against Candice LeRae for AWS, the the one that a lot of folks have seen the pictures on. What did that match do for you? And I know you said a little bit, uh, you know, personally about it pushing you past that 
that barrier or pushing you harder than you had been. What what did it do for you professionally? Well, honestly, it um, definitely put a spotlight on me. People people that didn't know who Hudson Envy was, um, I was getting you know fa- Facebook ads, Facebook likes, Twitter follows, promotions hitting me up, and just a whole bunch of positive feedback and opportunities came from that match, and the whole you know a lot of ice baths and massages too. Well, we, uh, we've talked about this before, especially on the independent scene when we see uh, hardcore wrestling, whether it's male or female, um, that eventually, you know, the bar gets raised every time because they hear of these incredible, you know, fans hear of these incredible matches and incredible spots that performers do and the bar keeps continuing to be raised. Do you think at some point that there's a ceiling where it becomes too dangerous? Yes. I where do. do you think that um, where do you think that ceiling is? See, for me, I was always, you know, still to this day I'm trained, you know, to not leave it all out there, to let people want to see more. And that's what I try to do because if you see everything, I, why would you want to come see me again? Right. And so, that, so when I Yeah, so when I see the people bringing out the weed whackers and lawn mowers, um I'm personally not a fan of barbed wire. Um, I've seen it damage some of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. So when it gets into that area, I I'll draw the line. I I won't do it. Um, okay. I put my body on the line enough, and I'm not knocking anybody that does do that. I give them props, and they're amazing and crazy, and props for them for you know being able to do that. But for me personally, you know. I want to be able to walk when I'm 50 and bend over and move as good as I do now. No, I, I understand that. We have have several friends and fans of the show, wrestlers that have been on, and we've we've talked about the, the toll that it takes. And without all that being said, I had I had found this on uh, on Facebook last night. This was the this is the first round lineup for the Queen of the Death match 2014. Uh, and I know that you're on here. It says TLC, Tax, Ladders, and Canes, the Punk Rock Ragdoll, Heidi Lovelace versus Hudson Envy. But some of these matches, and I'm just I'm just going to read these: Barefoot, Four Corners of Pain, Tax, Tubes, Mouse Traps, and Rubbing Alcohol, Mickey Knuckles versus uh, Kiki Rose, Hardcore Bondage Death Match, Barbed Wire, Dog Collar, Cat of Nine Tails on a Pole. Uh, you know, Good Lord. <laughs> tax ladders, canes. Do you? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know what the match stipulation is. You're, you're, you've signed for the match. How do you? How do you feel about that? Knowing what you've got coming up in front of you for IWA. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the my best answer ever. <laughs> my prediction is pain. That's the forecast for me that weekend. <laughs> In the immortal words of hardcore Terry Houston, Bob, you can't prepare for a match like that. <laughs> That's what our friend says. Um, we asked this, I want to ask you this next question because we often hear veterans talk about it frequently, and I want to, I want to, I want to get your take on it um, early on in your career. What, what toll has wrestling taken on your personal relationships? 
uh, <laughs> wrestling is my personal relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it it kills relationships, not only with, you know, your significant other, but with family, you know, certain things. I can't be there for certain holidays. I am a Texas girl, and I'm out in Southern California. And just if I'm if I have a major book, booking in Mexico, you know, I have to take that opportunity to be seen rather than go to a birthday or Mother's Day. And you know, my family's really big on the holidays, mm-hmm. so it sucks. And then if you ha- if you're dating somebody, like your anniversary comes up. Well, I have to go to Northern California to take this booking. And that just starts a huge fight, and then it's like me or wrestling, and then we all know that that doesn't work out the way anybody wants it. Has your family been supportive of your wrestling career? Um, Half and half. My grandma, she raised me. Uh, my grandma and grandpa, they both, they're both very supportive. Um. My aunts are, but majority of my family they're they're against it. They're telling me I'm wasting my time, so it's it's definitely a hard road to be on. Now I know that uh, you mentioned uh, a moment ago about a significant other, and I know that on your YouTube videos, I'm I'm not saying anything that you haven't said yourself. You've spoken in the past about uh, being openly gay and wrestling. This past year, Darren Young in the WWE came out, and other athletes in other sports have also came out. Do you feel that people in indie wrestling, both out front, the fans, and wrestlers in the back, are more accepting of this? I think you posted that video like a year ago. Have you seen any change within that year with these these other figures coming out? Actually, um, I... I did run into some difficulties being open about my sexuality in the wrestling world. I've actually had girls tell promoters that they wouldn't wrestle me because of my sexuality. Um, And here lately, you know, I'm very open about it. If you ask me, I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Um, I have had no problems with it. And actually, those girls have, um, they're actually some of the places that I'm actually going to be Wrestling, um, actually, I haven't announced those dates yet, but when I do, they actually ask for matches with me. So I think I think it's more of a misunderstanding or an, very they're uncomfortable with it because of what they've been raised around or how they've been raised. So yeah, I think I think it is changing. Well, they say a lot of times that wrestling mimics or follows what society does, and with the changes that have came within society, I would think that you know, hopefully that there are more open-minded people, you know, both in front and out in the back uh, that would be more open-minded about about the subject. Well, as of this year, I've had no problems, no hate, no hate. Well, I mean, I, I get hate mail, but that's just life. I get hate mail. Uh, you know, that that's just the way it goes, you know, so... Um, one of the things, well, you're doing something right if you're getting hate mail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things um, I was immediately impressed about with you is that over your career, uh, you have publicly thanked your opponents like Tara Calloway and Candice LeRae, Brittany Wonder, um, on and on. Um, other than the obvious, why do you do that? 
why why do you why do you thank your opponents even though you may be involved in a feud with them well me personally there is no way in hell that Hudson Envy, you know, my name or, you know, promotions being able to hear about me if I did not have good matches. And in order for me to have a good match, I have to have a great opponent. So, you know, whether who wins or loses, I still, you know, in order for that to stand out to a promoter to want to bring you into their company, they have to see good matches. Uh And so that opponent, you know, being, you know, bringing what they have to the table and I'm bringing what I have to the table, and when we go at it in the ring, when we wrestle, and it just, it works, and it's fabulous, um, I'm just grateful for them making me look look how I do and for me making them look how they do. Who Who has been the easiest wrestler for you to work with that when you guys got in the ring and locked up that you felt that it was just going to go the way that it should go? Oh, um, there's two. Well, there's three. (laughs) I'm very blessed. I've been in the ring with some amazing talent. Um, Mm -hmm. So the three would be Candice LeRae, Mm -hmm. um, cheerleader Melissa, and Brittany Wonder. Now, I, I noticed on your Facebook page that uh, I really liked what you did with the uh, the cheerleader Melissa shirt. That's pretty yeah, that cool. Yeah, that was great. I liked that, too. Yeah. She didn't like it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I, I bet she didn't. I bet she didn't. You've got some important things that are coming up. Do you want care to go on and give the fans your schedule coming up so that if they are in the area – or have a way to, to view it, uh, they know what's coming up for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, this Saturday I'll be at Vendetta Pro at Semi Valley. Senior Semi, I don't know how to say it. It's a weird little town. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mispronounce stuff all the time, so you're fun. <laughs> and then the 21st I'll be at AWS, which is in Southgate. And then, of course, the 28th and 29th, I'll be wrestling for the Queen of the Death Match tournament one day. And then the next day, I'll be actually teaming up with a fabulous, one of my mentors, one of the most underestimated wrestlers ever, Lufisto against Mickey Knuckles and Heidi Lovelace. Mm. And then in July, I'll be facing Lufisto for my championship, July 25th at AWS. Wow, that's going to be a that's going to be a tough one, isn't it? That's going to be a very tough one. If folks want to uh, to get information uh, to book you or to find you on social media, Hudson, how can they do that? Um, you can like my page on Facebook, Hudson Envy. I still have like a couple people I can accept on my Facebook page. And then follow me on Twitter, and promoters, just send me a message and please tell me who you are and that you're a promoter because if you don't do that, I don't reply. Very cool. Do you have a, a merchandise site, or is there merchandise available for, for Hudson Envy fans? I believe you call them Team Envy. Of course, but for right now, you can only get it in person. Okay. All right. Very it's cool. Very cool. 
Hudson, we really appreciate you taking time, again, out of your busy schedule to be with us tonight. I know there's a time difference there between here in California, so I know it's uh, early afternoon for you there, and certainly appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your schedule to be with us tonight and letting the fans on the East Coast know that there are talented ladies out on the West Coast. We certainly appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. One more thing that we could get from you before you go. Could you uh, record a bump for us to say this is Hudson Envy and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show? And you can go whenever you're ready. Okay. This is Hudson Envy, the future women's wrestling, the leader of Team Envy, and you are listening to Live. And I totally just botched that. What is that? <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> I'm doing two things at once, yeah. too. No, it, That's it, okay. it's fine. You're not the it, first it, one. <laughs> uh, it took it it took Cliff Compton like six takes to get it right, so don't worry about it. It's uh It's live it, from it, the Armory, right? Live live from the right. Armory Wrestling Show. Wrestling show, yeah. I had it and I just oh my god. <laughs> it's been a long <laughs> I understand. Oh. And I lost her. Oh her no! Called her. Her call just dropped off. Oh, well, we'll give her a second. Oh, maybe, maybe she'll call back in. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That was such a great. That was such a great bump too. I was like, oh gosh, this is gonna be a great bump, and then. I know it. But like, yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can. Uh, maybe you can get her. Here's there she is. <laughs> okay. I'm back. Hudson, are you there? Are you there? I am. <laughs> okay. I lost you guys. That's okay. You can you can go okay. whenever you're ready. Are we, are we ready for this? Let's see if I can I'm mess ready. this up anymore. <laughs> we'll go. We're good. This is Hudson Envy, the future of women's wrestling, the leader of Team Envy, and you are listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Hudson, thank Woo-hoo! you very much for being with us tonight, and thank you for calling back. I appreciate that. That's the perils of live podcasting. I was like, oh, my God, I just lost them. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's Trust me, it's cool. <laughs> well, Hudson, thank, thank you, you very much. All right, you have a good you night, okay? <laughs> All right, you guys too. All right. Bye now. Bye. And there's, there she goes, folks. It's nice to have Hudson Envy on the show. Um, very cool to hear her take on... West Coast Wrestling and West Coast Women's Wrestling. Uh, I'm, you know what, Laura? You need to get that out on Twitter. We need to find out what it is. We've heard. I've heard two different stories now, and I'm not 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 doubting either one of them. But now I'm my my curiosity is really piqued. Why is it okay. that we don't hear more about women's wrestling in the California Pacific Coast area? Why is that? Well, I what my theory is they don't have a shine or a shimmer out there. Mhm. That's a valid point. Yeah, they don't have they don't have two you know promotions that are totally dedicated to women's wrestling. Right. I'm going They've to They've got uh, the talent out there. Right. No, I I I agree with you and as a matter of fact, you know, I I always put up something, you know, about watching tape, you know, and people always say, you know, 
that I watch more tape than Jim Ross does, and people say, oh, you don't watch tape, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I do, okay? I do watch tape. And there is there was a match, and I'm going to see if I can, I can find it real quick, that uh, Hudson had wrestled uh, this other female wrestler, and I meant to write her name down, and I didn't. And talk about being able to go. Both of them were giving it a hundred and ten percent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, try to find this real quick if I can because I think it's important to get her name out too. And I forgot to ask Cutson about this girl. I want to say it was Jenny Rose, but I'm not. Don't quote me on that yet. I'll, I'll find it. But at any rate, very cool to, uh, very cool to have her on. Uh, you know, it's like I said, it's always good. They be able to get a broad spectrum of people on. We, you know, a lot of times we can focus on the Carolinas and and so on and so forth. But um, you know, I, I, I like getting on wrestlers uh, from different areas of the country. I think it uh, I think it helps broaden our perspective because I know I can get stuck in a rut. Well, yeah, and I mean, we do live in I live in a indie heaven. Basically, you know, I, I can go to, uh, if I wanted to, an indie show every weekend, you know, where I live. Mm-hmm. I could either do it in Tennessee or North Carolina. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, and I think we need to have, you know, more, you know, we definitely are trying the more, you know, women's wrestlers to get them on, but we're also trying to get more people other than wrestlers, like we had Mitch Blaylock on. And we've had Jesse right. Morgan on, and it's just you know I want to be like you know getting every aspect of of wrestling you know inside the ring, outside the ring, you know. Go um, ahead. You know, Go ahead. on, you know. So right. But um, the 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 other girl that I was thinking of, the match I watched was for UCW Zero. The girl's name was Lacey Ryan that she faced. That's a very that's a good okay. match. So if you want to YouTube that match. Uh, all you gotta do is just type in Hudson Envy into YouTube, and I, it's actually the first one that pops up on mine. Uh, UCW Zero Lacey Ryan versus Hudson Envy, uh, fifteen minute match, very very cool match. That uh, uh, there there is talent there. So I mean, you just we just gotta look for it. So I don't know. Here coming well, up, I mean, uh, folks. Go ahead, go ahead, Laura. I'm yeah. just rambling. I think that's, you know, if you are an indie wrestling fan, I, I would think that you would be, you know, um, used to having to dig for things because, you know, it's it's not something that you can, you know, be there every Monday night at 8 o'clock and turn on the TV and see. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk to talk to this guy real quick. Okay. Mr. Sleaze, Eric Thompson. I'm on the radio. What's yes, up, guys? And it's, not a me- and it's not a Mexican radio either. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, how dare you? You know my Chilean side loves you for that. Um, right, that's, that hello. was a hit song back in the day. It wasn't I, it was a hit song. I, I'll just put it like this. I wasn't from back in the 1930s era, Bob. Oh uh, come on, Eric. Let's not start off like this. What have you been doing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to start off bad. It's actually it's a good day. It's Laura's birthday. You know, 
Right now, Jordan Castles is about to tweet, Happy Birthday, Laura, from Team Slee's Army, right now. <laughs> I bet if you go to Twitter right now, this guy, is, uh, Jordan Castles, has put that on there. That's my new sergeant of the Team Slee's Army. Um, right. But, you know, it's a good day. You know, right now, hopefully, Cameron Cade's listening, and I can get Laura a happy birthday present, and maybe I can get her a naked selfie from Cameron Cade. Oh, um, no, we don't need anything. Well, he's supposed to get me a selfie. I don't know if he's naked or not, oh, but he's supposed to get me a selfie oh, today, promise. I just <laughs> promise you, don't open the box. Whatever you do, don't open the box. Yeah. yeah. Stay away from the tub of popcorn, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's never a good thing. I want to I want to say thank you to you, Bob, because you know, unlike uh, most of the time, I come on here wanting to get heat, and you know what? I'm probably going to get heat by the end of it. But what I wanted to say is thank you, Bob. I've actually started TiVoing or recording. I don't think TiVo is even a thing anymore. But um, I have started watching uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Yes. Thanks to you, and I have to say I enjoy the product. It is very good. I watched it actually today. This morning, as soon as I got off of work, I watched it. Very good show this morning. Um, got to see the Rock Best Monsters. Got to see uh, Johnny Yuma talk about how much he still hates Peter Avalon. And they talked mm-hmm. about the T-shirts that are being sold. Um, so that's always good. <laughs> um, you know, so, I mean, it's really good wrestling. And I would not have known it but unless I listened to the show that should be followed on Twitter right now by going to at Live from the Armory and following, clicking the follow button on Twitter. See, I just did that little promote right there. I did that. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, that was we appreciate thing. it. That, that was a nice little plug. Um, yeah. you know, and it's time for that episode of Sleeves Gets Heat. Um, this one's going to be really quick, really simple, really short. Um, I know of a of a person who's in their first weeks of training, and this goes for a lot of training, uh, a lot of people getting into the business that I've noticed recently. Um, I've actually trained a few people that didn't last more than two weeks. What is it with people nowadays that want to become professional wrestlers? They go, they sign up for training, they get in their first day of training, and they already have custom gear made that they had made just because they're like, I want to be a wrestler, I'm going to get custom gear made, before they've even got done training. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. I think that is one of the stupidest things in the world to do is to buy $150 worth of professional wrestling gear, and you're not even out of training yet. You're not even through week one of training, but guess what? You've got, you've got wrestling gear. You're posing uh, on Facebook saying that you're a professional wrestler. You're taking, you're doing autograph signings in front of Walmarts saying that you're a professional wrestler, but you haven't even finished one. You haven't even had a pro- you haven't you haven't even finished your second week of training. But right now you're doing more autograph signings than Mr. Sleeves himself. I don't sign that many autographs. You know why? Nobody wants to come to a Walmart and see Mr. Sleeves sit in the hot, boiling hot sun for about mm, 45, 50 minutes to sign autographs. I'm, what am I going to do? Sign a CM Punk action figure? You know, I would want to get one of those while you can because guess what? I'm pretty sure they're still going to be milking them 30. 30 years from now, because that's what makes WWE money. But I'm not going to go there. It's a whole different subject. You know, we're going to talk about uh, Kevin Steen getting the developmental deal. Good for Kevin Steen. I saw it. I was so happy. But at the same time, we're talking about, oh, I hope he makes it to the main roster soon. I hope he's only there for a short amount of time. Is everybody not realizing that Drake Younger is a fucking referee for NXT? 
He's a referee. That's, that's He's right. He's not a wrestler. Yes, he is. Right. Drake right. Younger is a referee for NXT. He's not even wrestling. What the fuck, people? Do y'all really <laughs> want to see Kevin Steen? Do you really want to see Kevin Steen? Out there, uh, yeah, you're going to see Kevin Steen versus El Generico when he's counting the one, two, three while Sami Zayn's jobbing out to another person that doesn't deserve a title shot. I mean, that's what's going to happen. You're going to see Kevin Steen go out there. He's going to probably be a ring announcer, or he's going to be a referee, or he's going to be the security guy, or he's going to be the popcorn vendor in the stands at uh, Full Sail University uh, for at least six months before he even gets to be a referee. That's me getting heat for the day. I'm pretty sure like 30 Kevin Steen fans, including Jordan Castles, has just said, uh, screw uh, Mr. Sleaze, I'm not a part of his army anymore, and that hurts my feelings. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you Eric. You're to toughen up your feelings. <laughs> there he goes. Poor Eric. Sometimes I worry about I him. Know. Sometimes I think he's been sitting out in the boiling hot sun out in front of Walmart for 45 or 50 minutes. Before he comes on this show, he lives. You know, he lives in South Kakalaki, so you know. I don't know. The uh, <clears throat> the thing that I would be interested in is whether or not this person that bought one hundred and fifty dollars worth of ring gear that's signing autographs out in front of Walmart, whether or not they're charging for them or not, because that doesn't sound like it's that bad of an idea to me. Maybe I ought to do that. <laughs> You know what you Jordan. can do? I've got it, Bob. I've got it. What? I've got it. What do I need to do? When what do I need you to do? do your what? Let's go ahead. When you do your, when you do your, when you do your shoot interview with George. Yes. We're going to get you some Walmart bookings, and we're going to set you right outside. We're going to have yeah. a table and a, a nice black sharpie, and we're going to. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Well, you know, the idea was is to be able to sell those to folks to the listeners for two dollars and ninety nine cents each, or give them away as promotional prizes, uh, at $2.99 each, I'd rather be inside in front of the electronics department. They usually have that giant bin of, of DVDs, you know, that's got, like, Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider in it, you know, and uh, all those others, you know, all the, all the good movies, Holes and all that, uh, Space Jam, you know, all those that you can pick up for a dollar. That's where my DVDs will be mixed in at. So I'd rather be right there by the bin so people can pull them out and I can sign them right then. Well, that's what you need to do. Just stand around the bins and say, hey, you need to buy that that DVD and I'll autograph it for you. People don't want me to put out a shoot video, Laura. They, wouldn't like, they, they, they would not like to hear what I have to say about a lot of folks in this business. Well, I mean, I don't like what you have to say about a lot of folks in this business, but I have to listen to it, so I don't see why. And I and I don't get any money out of it either. I have to do this for free, so I'm not. I was going to say I'm I not mean, charging you two ninety nine. I should. No, you're not. <laughs> I should yeah. charge you two ninety nine an episode. That's what I should do. Well, That's what yeah, I should do. Should. Folks, we're uh, we're <laughs> we are. Uh, we are waiting on a phone call uh, from from uh, Buku Dai. He should be calling in here in just a few moments. I just got a message from him. He's running a little bit behind. I need to reply to this message. See, this is the joys, <clears throat> like I was told, uh, Hudson Envy, uh, this is the joy of doing live podcasting. 
I had, you know, I, earlier in the program I joked I, I I went through and I had done the uh, the iOS seven update on my phone, uh, which took yeah six tries and six hours to do, uh, and it's I was gone. able to, yeah, it uh, it, it was terrible. Uh, Buddha sent me a message says just landed from a delay. We'll call you ASAP. Maybe ten or fifteen minutes past uh, eight his time. So that's that's fine. Um, yeah, we we could cover stuff. Yeah. Um, sending him a message back. Sorry, folks. <clears throat> but I did that update. You know, went on iTunes and and I downloaded the uh, the podcast app. There's an app that you can use so that you can subscribe to different podcasts and so on and so forth. And I came across the Ross report and I came across Stone Cold Steve Austin's and I thought. You know, I, I had never listened to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. I, I, I rarely do I listen to other podcast shows. I, I do check out uh, a couple of friends that, that we have, George's, uh, Shafee's. Uh, right. I have listened to those. But, I, you know, I, I really I just haven't taken the time. I've listened to Colt's. I've actually gotten to uh, watch Colt do one live when I was at, at WrestleCon. Really funny guy. You know, I, I enjoyed it. So I, I go on and, and I, uh, I listen to the uh, Stone Cold uh, episode where he has Just Incredible on the program. But mm-hmm. I'm, listening to the, I'm listening to this podcast, and the first, I don't know, five minutes of it is a plug for a, uh, a fantasy baseball site. And then there's a plug that he talks about going from Tennessee – to Dallas, to Los Angeles, and he names the hotels that he stayed at and gives them a five-star rating. Then he mentions three or four beer names, and I'm like, this is just nothing but nonstop plugging of sponsorship stuff. And I get 15 minutes in the podcast, and you know what I did, Laura? You cut it off. Thank you. Thank you. Folks, if you, if you don't know by now, we base our podcast, whether you want to call it professional, whether you want to call it amateur, whether you want to call it fun, whatever you want to call it is what you want to call it. But Laura and I have always based this podcast off of a couple of easy, simple premises. The first one is is that we would never lie to the fans about anything. The second is is that we do this for fun. A lot of you folks know that Laura and I both have shoot jobs that we do during the day. And the third thing is is that we would bring you, you know, credible information and we would bring you interviews and just little tidbits and, and things that we thought were interesting. Whether, you, you know, if you like them, that's great. And if you don't, that's fine, too, you know, because the podcast is going to go on one way or the other. I mean, if you're listening, we appreciate every listener we have. But we're not going to sell out the show or I'm not willing to sell out my part of the show, and I certainly think that Laura – feels the same way that we're not going to sell out her part of the show based off of one person's deal where we have to say, you know, this podcast brought to you by head and shoulders. Because that's right. not what it's about. Right. I mean, no, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of podcasts on Blog Talk Radio. There are, A lot of them got sponsors. A lot of them got budgets. A lot of them got money coming in. Laura and I foot the bill for this ourselves. We have no sponsors. That's what. That's why we can say anything that we want to say. That's why we can bring you P 
people that we feel that you would be interested in. We ask you to tweet us wrestlers that you would like to talk to, wrestlers that you would like to hear. We ask you, the fans, what promotions would you like for us to talk about? We ask you, the listener, because without you, the listener, we've said this before, it's just Laura and I talking about wrestling. This is what we do anyway, so we thought we'd invite you all along to come with us. I see no point in trying to get Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Hold on while I get a bite of this. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, (laughs) there's no point in having them as a sponsor. Because, you know, if you don't have a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in your area, then you don't know what you're missing. Exactly. So, that's my rant for this (laughs) evening, Laura. Well, I... I, I totally agree with it, and you know, you and I say what we want to say. That's freedom, you know. And we, you know, we foot the bill for it, you know. And we're just trying to, uh, you know, sell some T-shirts or get some T-shirts to sell. As a matter of fact, if everybody can tweet out to all their followers, please follow us so we can get 2,000 followers. And we'll we follow back. I promise, we will follow you back. If I can get everybody listening right now who has a Twitter. Please tweet out to your followers to follow us because we will follow back. Um, you know, I think there's there's a certain freedom when you stand on your own two feet, and I think that's Absolutely. what you and I have, and a certain certain integrity because um, I don't think we would have gotten the, the, the guests that we have. You know, had you know, I think word of mouth is a very powerful promotional tool because I do think word does get around in indie wrestling. It is a small world. Uh, if we ask somebody, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? And like, oh, I don't know, you know, but we've had such and such on, and you know, they go and ask such and such, and such and such tells them, yes, I was on that. It was a good, it was a good time, you know. And I think everybody who's been on the show can can say that it was a good time. They had a good time. I think every guest we've had has enjoyed their time. I think that's the feeling I get after talking to them. No, and and I agree with you, and and I think that that's what. I think that that's what makes this show, sets this show, different from the other shows that are on Blog Talk Radio and on iTunes. Folks, if you're looking for a raw rewind show, there are a ton of them on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. You can go subscribe to them because that's, this show is not that. We, we talk a little bit about NXT um, because there are, some, there are some exciting things about NXT. And just so that Eric, Eric knows, I will, I will share this with you, Eric. Drake Younger was signed as a referee. He was never signed to intend to wrestle. Um, he is coming towards the end of his wrestling career. Uh, whether, you know, not, not so much by fate, but more by choice. The folks that are familiar with Drake Younger know the style that Drake wrestled over the years. Drake is a family man and realized that he needed something that was going to be a little more concrete. And with his ring experience, he felt he was better suited to go into a referee's role. He was signed to NXT as a referee, not as a wrestler. And I know that firsthand. So just to, just to clear that out. Um, you know, TNA is another promotion. I get messages all the time. Why don't you cover TNA? Folks, that they're, to be honest with you, there is not really that much that's going on in TNA that we care to cover. If you want a TNA show, there are a ton of TNA shows on Blog Talk Radio. 
you know. I mean that that's just yes. that's just the way that it is. I mean, I have a feeling they're we, probably going to be changing their names here soon. But you know, that's beside the point. <laughs> they could be. I get. I still get tweets to this day from people asking me, "When do you think that TNA will fold up?" It's not that I want to see TNA fold up. Yeah, exactly. It's not that I want to see TNA fold up. I, honest to God, wish that there was a strong number two competitor, and I'm I'm hoping beyond all hope that Ring of Honor is that to WWE. Uh, We had a conversation about this on Twitter uh, I did with with, with a fan uh, a few days ago. Some of the WWE's best years were when they ran against WCW. Because talent brings out the best in both promotions, you know, and I think that's why the WWE, why a lot of fans became disenfranchised over the last couple of years because of what they were offered. There, there was no alternative on primetime television, you know, and now, of course, we all know, you know, with the, the stock drop and the network and so on and so forth, you know, now now they're starting to sign names that people are familiar with. There's a shift going on, folks, and it's not it's not it's not by just some, you know, stroke of luck. I mean, I think I think that they know what's going on. You know, I got I got a tweet from a fan the other day that showed me the TNA attendance at a ballpark that they did, I believe it was in Maryland. Oh. It was horrible. And it, it was wasn't horrible. one of those it was not one of those one-sided pictures where they say, "Well, that was that that was the backside off camera view, you know, camera view or the non-ringside camera view, blah 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 blah." This was a panoramic shot of the ball field with wrestlers in the ring, and I can guarantee you that there were probably about, if I had to guess, I would say there were probably 200 people there at best for one of their baseball. You know, they, they, they do that in the summertime. They will go to ballparks and do house shows at ballparks. There had to have been right, 200 people there if I could wager a guess at it. So, that. you know, to answer everybody's question about TNA, what, you know, will TNA fold? I don't know. The only way that TNA will fold, there will be two reasons why TNA folds, okay? It will be, number one, if the Carter family sells it or decides that they've had enough of it and pull their money out, or number two, if they lose their television deal with Spike. Those will be the two, one of those two things will cause the end of TNA, not anything else. Well, their ratings have been abysmal as of recent. And, um, I mean, it's been, like, really bad. (laughs) Um, but I, I do want to shift gears a little bit. Um, Go ahead. The House of Hardcore drawing two to 3,000 people this yes. weekend. Yes. I mean. And there, there were some people that talked about that rant back and forth between Tommy Dreamer and Dixie Carter, wanting to know if it's a work or if it's a shoot. You know, uh, the Bully Ray was pulled off of the card. Uh, because Dixie didn't want him to be there. He had an obligation or something like that. I read a little bit of it. I don't know if it's a work. I don't know if it's a shoot. My gut feeling is is that Tommy Dreamer is a businessman. He practically he was Paul Heyman's right-hand man in ECW. If you bought merchandise mm-hmm. from ECW, 
there is a darn good chance that Tommy Dreamer filled the order and shipped it himself working in the office and then wrestled that night. Okay? Exactly. My gut feeling is is that it's a work, and he is trying to do some type of interpromotional deal with Dixie to help her because, you know, she brought in several ECW wrestlers on multiple occasions to have shows, so on and so forth. They're not going to get out and publicly go back and forth with the language that was used if it wasn't a work. He's not, Tommy Dreamer is not that type of person. Hmm. Well, uh, even though Tommy said so himself, you you still think it's a, it's a work? Even though he said so himself, I still think it's a work. I just... Well, I, I just don't, uh, I don't. Uh, he has been in this business long enough that he's not going to burn bridges like that. Mm-hmm. That's about. Well, what do you point. think? What do you think? I don't. I, I don't know because anytime I just kind of. I've been a wrestling fan so long that I'm I'm a little jaded when things come when it comes to things like that because I'm like, hmm, I really don't want to say whether it's a work or a shoot because I get. I, you know, it's kind of like, I, I guess what I'm saying, I'm getting tired of trying to figure out what it is, so I just let it be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I like, gotta, oh, okay, you know. Somebody sent me a but, tweet here and had a question, and this is a good question, and then this goes back a long ways, probably because of uh, my profile picture on Twitter. Bill sent me a message that said, hi, why did TNA, WWF, WCW release Brian Knobs? Um Brian Knobs always followed Hulk Hogan. Him and Hulk Hogan uh, are both like brothers. Yeah, they're like yin and yang. Wherever Hogan went, he always took an entourage with him, and that included uh, Brian Knobs, whether it was uh, in front of the camera or behind the scenes. Um, I think what ended up happening is that Brian Knobs, over the course of time, he was always a large man, but I believe that he felt more comfortable in taking a backstage role on things, if my memory serves me correctly. There was never any falling out that I'm aware of um, between Brian Knobs and any of those. He always left on good terms as far as, uh, as, far as I know of. Um, why is he uh, not involved in wrestling right now? I think that he is. Uh, I just don't have all the information. Uh, um, but that's uh, Sleaze has Sleaze has an answer to that. Uh, it's because Brian Knob sucks. Jesus, uh, what's wrong with y'all? God. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, at any rate, <laughs> folks, we're uh, we're waiting <laughs> we're waiting for uh, Buku <laughs> died from Wildcat Sports to uh, give us a call. He'd actually. Uh, uh, was calling us, or is calling us. He was uh, scheduled to take a family trip, flew out, uh, and was going to call us after he landed, and he sent me a message uh, just a few minutes ago uh, that there was a delay with his flight uh, to Texas uh, and that he will give us a call uh, when he had a better connection. And we, uh, we're, uh, we are just waiting on his phone call, and we're, we're passing the time of day. Um, well, um you- you know, Bob, I do have something, you know, to to, to suggest to you because you know that um, you don't like Conley aid, but I have mm-hmm. an alternative for you. 
Well, I can Cade hardly Aid. wait. What? Cade Aid. Some Cameron Cade Aid. Some Cameron Cade. You know, uh, I'm gonna. Pull, I'm gonna. I am going to pull the curtain back for for some of our listeners. Okay. Uh, I go through and, and and folks, we have almost. I don't know. I can't. I kind of lost track. It's over three thousand downloads of this show. I can tell you of the three shows that are our most listened to shows, okay? And this is in no mm-hmm. certain order because I don't have the stats in front of me. Luke Hawks, Jesse Bell Smothers, and Cameron Cade. So that that's will tell you. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. You can, Cameron. Now you can put yourself into that category. I know that you. I know that you listen to the show. Either you have a lot of loyal fans, or you, Eric, and Dean Richards all sat around and kept clicking the listen to button over and over and over again, trying to boost the, the stats up. One of the two. I'm just saying. Oh, and speaking of Cameron Cade, if you are listening, Cameron, I know it's not uh, not midnight yet, but I really would like my birthday selfie, please. Good Lord. You had, uh, <laughs> didn't you have, you had something. You you had like a funny Cameron Cade story or something that you wanted to tell, well, didn't you? Well, that's what I was, that's. That's what I was wanting to tell you is that I was going to offer you some Kate aid instead of some Conley aid because you me, know give me just everybody a second, knows. Laura. Give me a second, Laura. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on with Bob. Maybe if he, maybe he's I don't know. Uh, throwing up, I don't know, going out to get him some Kate-Aid. You know, I drink Kate-Aid, you know, in the evenings in, out of my selfie cup. So, hey, you know, can't be all bad. But um, we all know how Bob is talking about um, people that I like. And I'm not exactly sure why, you know, he doesn't like the people I like. But anyway, we're going to talk about the Queens of Combat 2 it's happening at Club Hush. Um, Friday night in Charlotte. Um, you can go to highspots.com and find out some information. Um, it's going to be a great show. It's, it's a who's who women's wrestling right now. Uh, Sojo's Bolt's going to be there. Uh, former TNA uh, knockout. Amber O'Neill is going to be there. Anytime Amber is on a card, she brings it. Previous guest Amanda Rodriguez is going to be there. Uh, Amanda brings it. Amanda's great. Um, lots of others on there. You can go to highspots.com and um, find out about that, or you can go on their Facebook page, uh, Queens Combat. <clears throat> it's going to be back, absolutely. Oh, okay. You talking about you talking about Queens of Combat? I was talking about Queens of Combat. That's going to be a great show. That's going to be a great show. Folks, without any further ado, uh, we certainly uh, appreciate him taking the time with being with us tonight. He was uh, flying out to go on a trip, but he took time to be on the show, uh, as promised, as booked, as billed, from Wildcat Sports. I'd like to uh, welcome Buku Dow 
to the program. Thank you. Boo, Sorry, I'm Boo how are you doing? I'm doing good. Are you there, how are you sir? doing? I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm, can you hear me yeah. okay? I'm good. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I wanted to thank you for uh, taking the time to be on the show, and uh, certainly appreciate okay. you. Uh, I know that you're uh, doing some traveling, so I wanted to thank you uh, for being with us tonight. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, but, but yeah, we had a today's fight. That that's no problem. Uh, with me uh, on the line is the co-host of the show, Laura. Uh, she is with How us as doing? well. How you doing, Laura? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Ah, uh, delayed flight. I'm not doing good. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it, it's okay. I'm still alive. There you awesome. go. Now, Boo, I've had the chance to see you wrestle twice in person for uh, Cassidy Riley's promotion, uh, Southern Wrestling Superstars, and I was really impressed with your ring abilities. How long have you been been at this game of wrestling? Hey, sir, uh, I've only been doing it for less than two years. Really? Yes, sir. Now, can you tell me what your first impression of Luke's, Luke Hawks was, and has he ever told you what his first impression of you was? Uh, Luke Hawks' first impression is you got to love me or you got to hate me, and I love Luke Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I love I Luke Hawks. <laughs> That's right. I don't know what his first impression was. Probably like, who's this, this dumb Asian kid coming to my school? What you gotta do? <laughs> what uh, what what is Luke like outside of uh, outside of wrestling? Is, is he the same guy? I, I've talked to him several times, but I wanted to know what your your impression was. I love Luke Hawks. He's the same guy in the ring, out the ring. He'll give you straightforward. He'll be truthful with you. you no, know, you can never. He'll never lie to you. <laughs> That's for true. Right. He's he's straight up. That's for sure. Yes. Now, while, same in the ring while, and out. Okay, same in the ring and and out. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, now, Wildcat is just booked with talent, like yourself, uh, Mike Dell, Matt Lancey. What is it about being involved with Wildcat that makes it so special? It's a it's a team effort, and uh, Luke Hawks is he's a guy. That, that just trains us all, and he puts everything into it. He works so hard. And then we have nothing to do but work as hard as he put in. So everything he puts into Wildcat Sports, we have to match him or try to go beyond him, and it's real hard. Because Luke Hawk, he really loves the sport, and he wants to see us all grow and not get in this comfort zone. So we all grow. When we grow, we all grow together like a family. Now, speaking of growing, indie wrestling continues to grow in popularity. But with that comes shady promoters and shady promotions. Uh, what has your experience with that been like? It's welcome to the business. <laughs> That's <just how> it is. <laughs> you got to love it and hate it. Were, mostly were, love it. <laughs> were, you, were you booked on any of those extreme rising or – uh, hardcore rising shows in yes. uh, Philadelphia they, or Canada? Yeah, the Extreme Rising shows, I was booked. I was on the first one that he did, 
and I introduced Luke, and then I was on, I think, the second or third one. But, yeah, we were booked for the last two that they held, but we uh, obviously we didn't get it. Did you, uh, you and you never you never got paid for any of that, right? That that all never came nope. to pass, did it? Nope. No. Does sir. that make Does that make you less trusting as a worker? Um. Well, it, it teaches you a lesson to put your guard up and uh, you know, welcome like like Luke said, welcome to the business. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel bad for you. I don't I don't mean to laugh at you. I I'm just no, I, no I know problem. what I know what he's talking about. Yes. He's tired of <laughs> Well Boo, if I can call you Boo, is that okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, um, ma'am. What well that's very sweet of you. Um what does your name mean? It means buku, like French, a lot. And Tao is just a very okay. common name, fast name. Like buku oh, fest that they okay. hold every year in New Orleans. <laughs> exactly. Yep. It just means a lot of Tao. A lot of Tao. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't work hard like on it. <laughs> you you uh, worked on it a lot? No, I didn't work your on Twitter it. Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Situation? Yes, I love that. Well, I kept seeing that coming up, and I was like, that is the, the, that is the smartest thing, or that is the neatest thing I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> that was pretty easy to come up <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you guys aren't following him, you can uh, follow our Twitter feed and, and and go and see what his um, uh, Twitter handle is. It is it is funny. It is funny. It's very clever. Um, I had read that you had trained at Harley Race's school um, for a short period before you came to Wildcat. And in yes. that time, did did Harley train hands-on? Yeah, he was hands-on at the time. It was for a short period, but he was hands-on, and he trained us, and he will give us feedback. But it was uh, well, a week well, training, so it wasn't much. Right. Okay. Well, well, in that week, what was it like to train with a you know former seven-time NWA champ? Oh, very nerve-wracking. Every, it's like the start of every match, very nerve-wracking. The butterflies, they come out. And you, yeah, because you you're gotta like... you got to learn it. Yeah, you're like, this is the dude that wrestled Flair, you know, the, you know, yeah. uh, in the cage. Yeah, wow. Yep. Yeah. I, I would be totally nervous, too. I, would, I, I wouldn't even... I'd be like, I'm done, i got to go home. <laughs> I still get nervous. <laughs> Well, yeah, heck yeah, and um, I know. Th- I'm sorry. What was that? I say uh, the nerves will never go away. No, well, I, you know, do you think that's um, that's a good thing to be nervous? You know, still. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a it's a good thing because I, I learned uh, the fear 
it teaches you and makes you dance with it instead of being afraid of it and submitting to it. That that is a wonderful way to look at it. Instead of it being a hindrance, you it's it's almost like you're facing it and coming to terms with it. Yes, ma'am. On your own. Yeah. Wow. That's what, I like this guy. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you <laughs> um, you're a lifelong wrestling fan, I had read. And so, who was your favorite wrestler growing up, and why? Uh, that's a hard question. I have so many. It's a combination of so many wrestlers that are good. I would say, let me say, Shawn Michaels, Jericho, uh, Jerry. Uh, so many. I can't really. I don't want to name any. I just give you a whole list. Well, go right ahead. No, no, yes. It goes for <laughs> hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> just look, look up uh, pro professional wrestlers on Wikipedia, and that's basically the the list. So you take a little from everybody, basically. Yes. You can never stop learning in this business. That's what I love about it. And we've talked, and we've talked about that with other guests. That if you if you do stop learning, that basically you're going to you know your career is going to die. Um, that's not true, but it's good if that happens. It's good to take a step back and maybe think about it. But I don't think you can ever stop learning in this business. Fair. I'll 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 take that. Um, and, and speaking of that, you—I I think I had read where you said you had—you've done whatever it takes to be in this business. And what exactly um, does that mean, especially to someone who might be thinking about becoming a wrestler? Well, I—I've just done what I can, and I've tried my best, and I'm going to continue to try my best at everything I do. But. If you're a wrestler and you're serious about being a wrestler, you have to get a good trainer. And that's where Luke Hawks comes to play. I was very fortunate to get, you know, intertwined, I guess, or whatever. But I was very fortunate to find Wildcat and Luke Hawks in early my career. But, yeah, you have to find, wherever you are, got to find a good trainer, a legit trainer. And you got to just put in the work you put in. And then you get out what you put in. Now, now, Boo, there there are several guys that I think that you would match up well against. I'm going to throw a couple names out. Frankie Thomas, he's from uh, North uh, Louisiana area. Uh, Ethan HD yep. out of California. Lance yep. Lude out of PWX. Um, yep. Who would you like? Who would you like to have an opportunity to work with that you think you would match up well with? I think all of them. I would. I would like to dress all of them. I would like to you're, you're, tell different. I think they're all different styles, and it'll be. That's why this this business is so great. You have all these different styles of wrestling, and you can have matches. And you never know what's going to work and what's not. But I think we can have a good match with any of them. Now, your build at five foot one and one hundred and fifty pounds. With yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. I'm actually five feet. <laughs> <laughs> five feet and, and one forty-eight. One thirty. One thirty. Okay. 
But you're 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 billed at five one and one hundred and fifty, with all the attention yeah. that's been paid to Daniel Bryan and Eric Young, both are guys that are that 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 are shorter wrestlers. Has that helped you in any way with your bookings or your goals in this business? Yes, it's very it's, it's very inspiring for a small guy like me to have stuff like that happening, and then you know there's there's hope and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That you can look forward to. Now, one of the things that I've noticed in the matches that I've seen you in, and in, and I remember, I, I believe one of your opponents in one of the matches I saw was uh, you were against. You were in a, I think it was a, a three-man tag, and I think it was uh, Matt Lancey was on a team and Jeremy Young, Cowboy Jeremy Young. Uh, another one I saw you in was a, a three-way dance, and I believe he, this guy was named, was billed as Spiral. Uh, yeah, Bosnian war child, but I think he goes by another name up north. Is it Facade that he goes by up north? Uh, I, no, 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 it, it's no. It's two different people. Yeah, two different. Guys. Oh, they they look they look remarkably the same. But no, that's two different guys. Okay, uh, two Facade, different guys. I think has a uh, yeah, he has a uh, blonde hair, and uh, Spyro has a uh, dark darker hair. Darker hair. Okay. Yeah. Now the, well, the the guys that I saw you in those matches with, you you took an awful lot of punishment, and I get I get the angle that the, that the match was being worked towards. Um, how is your body holding up, and have you suffered any major injuries with that type of style no. of wrestling that you do? Fortunate for no major injuries right now. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. But it's taking a. I'm I'm still going. <laughs> right. How I know I know from what looking at your Twitter feed and looking at your Facebook, you you, you have a an extended family, a, a large family, correct? Yes, sir. How has wrestling affected your relationship with your family? Are they supportive of what you do? Yes, uh, they're very supportive. Uh, as they because they've known me, well, they know me my whole life, but. They always knew I wanted to do this, and now they're very supportive that I've actually tried. It wasn't it's just a phase, and I actually went out, and I'm pursuing a, a career in something I dreamed of and have passion for and love. Now, I know that I know that Wildcat had just had a, a pretty big show recently, the, the Fall from Grace show. Is there another Wildcat okay. show that's coming up that you can, can clue us in on or give us a tip on? Yeah, I think the next show should be, um, I could be wrong, but it's July 26th. Okay. Is that going to be in Metairie? Um, I think we're trying to figure that out now, or they're trying to figure it out now. But okay. In New Orleans, for sure, around that area. Okay. Home. Okay. Are there, um, do you have any dates that are coming up so that our fans can uh, can keep an eye on uh, in case they want to see you, do you are you have any bookings that are coming up? Yes. Uh, besides for the Wildcat Sport on July 26th, yes. I have. All right, I guess it's breaking news. I will be in the Shamrock Cup tournament. Okay. Yeah, that's on, going to be uh, held. In, that's going to be 19th. held in Maryland, right? Yes, sir. July 19th. And. I'm hoping to go there and win the cup, even if I well, have to that, face my own 
coach. Yeah, that's what I was just getting ready to say. Uh, that kind of presents an interesting situation because Luke Hawks was the 2013 Shamrock Cup winner and will defend that against the winner of the of the tournament. How do you feel about that? If you were to get that it, far, it'd be an honor to be in a ring with Luke Hawks and one foot. I don't know. <laughs> that would be crazy. You never know. <laughs> right. I'm going to keep fighting. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself. I I understand completely. I understand. So we got the Shamrock Cup, Cup coming up, uh, yep. and we'll we'll be we'll be giving coverage on it. You got Wildcat coming up sometime in July. Is there anything else coming yep. up that we need to know about? Uh, not right now, but um, I'll keep you posted on Twitter. Okay. And All right. Before. Okay, and if folks want to follow you on social media so they can keep up with those links, what is your Twitter address yep. for the folks? And we'll, we'll put this up on our website tonight, too. Twitter, uh, at Boo Boo Chow, B-U-K-U-D-A-O. Or you can look up the situation, the T-H-E, <laughs> situation, S-I-T-U-A-S-I-A-N. Or Instagram right. at bukutao or die. I mean bukutao or die. Sorry. Okay. And do you have any? Uh, uh, is there? Uh, you're on Facebook too. Yes, sir. Just just at, at bukutao. Uh, is there any merchandise sites or anything that we need to be aware of? Uh, how do I get one of those cool looking shirts? Uh, yeah, those are great. Email. <laughs> email me Send at you an email. Uh, bukutao or die at yahoo dot com. Okay. All right. We can do that. Boo, I really want to thank you. I know that you're waiting to catch another plane and trying to get get to a, a little uh, family time. I'm not going to keep you anymore. Yeah. I cert- certainly want to thank you for being on the show with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I was late again. I, I apologize. Oh, don't worry about it. it it's no sweat. You're Before fine. We let, you're fine. Before we let you go, could you do us one favor? Yeah. Could you just uh, record a little bump for us, say, this is Buku Dao, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show? Yes, sir. Go whenever you're ready. All right. This is Buku Dao, and you're listening to live at the Armory Wrestling Show. <laughs> thank you very thank you very much, Boo. Awesome. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for right. me. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Safe travels. Thank you. You too. Bye, Boo. Bye. Bye. The situation out. The situation out. There he goes. And there goes Boo. He is now, so funny. He is. He's a he's a funny guy, and I'm and I can't stress to people enough. You know, folks say you know why are you only going to have somebody that's been in two years in? I'm telling you, people. Okay. I am telling you, if you saw this kid live, he is quicker than a hiccup. And, I mean, I'm talking about lightning quick and can pull off a series of moves faster than Laura can spill her Conley 8 out of the O-Face cup after a long night of drinking. (laughs) I am telling you, this kid is quick. I mean quick. Do not let his size fool you. That match I saw him in against Matt Lancey and Jeremy Young, I can't tell you. The amount, uh, and Matt Lancey's a big boy now. 
I mean, he, the outlaw Matt right. Lance, he's a big, big fella. You cannot believe the shots this kid took and then would come back later in the match and just, you talk about a high flyer, you know, a la, you know, Brian Pillman, Jushin Liger, that type of style. That's what I'm talking about. Phenomenal, phenomenal athlete, great kid, great personality. Uh, Luke Hawks has some of the uh, most fundamentally sound guys out of Wildcat sports in this area. Uh, can't say enough about Luke, uh, former show guest, Mike Dell, Matt Lancey. I know there are others that are down there, but those are the guys that, that really have, have, have taken a big shine in the spotlight thanks to Luke and what he does at Wildcats. So if you're not paying attention to Wildcat sports, you need to be because they put on some phenomenal shows. Awesome. I wish they would come up around here, but, you know. Well, you know, and I, I think it, that's going to be very interesting. I, I'd be very interested to see how the brackets line out for the for the Shamrock Cup tournament. That's a very prestigious tournament. been going on for quite some time. Luke Hawks won it last year pretty much, and he talked about it when he was on the program, you know, winning that cup, his feud with Matt Hardy, traveling overseas were the three highlights for him for 2013. The Cup, the Shamrock Cup, can do a lot for a wrestler on the East Coast. So we'll have to see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens with it. So another, yeah, yeah, another tournament that always draws a lot of attention, and, and uh, I know George Coles will, will be all over me, you know, but this, this tournament is not for the faint of heart. I am sure that they are getting the gas in the weed whackers even as we speak. CZW presents <laughs> Tournament of Death 13. This is on June 14th from Townsend, Delaware. This is an outside show. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, it has been in the past. Uh, this is an early door on this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. The doors open around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. To the best of my knowledge, this is not available on iPay-Per-View. Um, I believe that it will be uh, on a DVD release, and it might be like a, a, a direct release through the website. Um, scheduled to appear in the tournament, Matt Tremont, who is my sleeper pick to win that tournament, uh, John Kasai, Lucky 13, Danny Havoc, uh, Numazaka, Mashia Takeda, Masada, Arrowboy, also on the card, Joe Gacy, Devin Moore, DJ Hyde, and all the stars of CZW uh, Wrestling. For information on the Tournament of Death, you can go to uh, com. If you have never seen anything from the Tournament of Death, their two biggest shows of the year as far as hardcore wrestling, Tournament of Death and obviously Cage of Death, you are going to see some of the most absolutely and there ain't no other way to put it, fucking crazy shit happen in a wrestling ring than what you'll see at Tournament of Death. So if you're into, uh, if you're into the Deathmatch Tournament, it's the one to watch. Yes, I, I, if, you know, I, I still have a weak constitution about that stuff. But, you know, if, if, if Terry Houston's in it, I'll watch it. But... Um, <coughs> I do want to talk, I was talking briefly about Queens of Combat, and I, I do want to give it a little more uh, 
time, if you will allow me to, Bob. I didn't have all my information right together, but I do now. Go right ahead. Um, it's, it is Queen, Queens of Combat 2. Um, our friends at High Spots, uh, they don't sponsor the show or anything. We just have friends who work at High Spots. Um, present Queens of Combat 2 uh, this Friday, June 13th, at Club Hush in Charlotte, North Kekalaki. The doors open at 7.30, 8 p.m. is the bell time. Front row seats will cost you 20 bucks. General admission, 15 Spring for the extra five. You can be right there in front. Um, scheduled to appear, former TNA knockout Taylor Hendricks, Sojo Bolt. If you guys have never seen Sojo Bolt wrestle, you need to. And if, if you possibly can, you know, meet her. She's a trip. She's so funny, and she's such a good worker. Um, the Killer Death Machines, Jessica Havoc and Nevaeh are going to be there. Solo oh. Darling, uh, previous. A show guest, Sassy Steffi's going to be there. Miss Rachel, Amber O'Neill, Heidi Lovelace, Marty Bell, uh, Miss Natural, previous show guest, Amanda Rodriguez, is going to be there too. Uh, there's going to be many more. Tickets are available at highspots.com. If you're in the Charlotte area and you uh, need to get your wrestling fix on this weekend, go see Queens of Combat too. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I'd walk. I'd walk to North Carolina to see Jessica Havoc wrestle. <laughs> That's the truth. What's going out on Twitter, Bob? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd walk to North Carolina. You are funny. You are funny. And speaking of North Carolina, I just want to talk about this really quickly. Um, <laughs> You do plan on coming to WrestleCade, right? As of right now, those are your tentative plans, right? Yes, those are my tentative plans to make my appearance. Right. I expect to be treated like royalty. I have several friends uh, that I've made uh, in the North Carolina area uh, that I don't want to announce right now because it will just cause controversy. It will be said that I have nothing but Twitter crushes and Facebook crushes because they're the – female persuasion but uh it 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 it'll be like a like a rosebud party i expect an honorage oh my jesus well don't expect me to do that i can tell you that right now that ain't gonna happen. Well, i figured you'd be leading the way <laughs> that's funny i know that's really funny i'm just kidding uh, but anyway <laughs> what what i was getting to is um you're not funny. Uh, your good friend Matt Hardy, Schmatt Hardy, is yes. going to be at WrestleCade, which I kind of figured that he would because I mean he is WrestleCade champ. So right. um, if you, we've not talked a lot about WrestleCade, but I just want to throw this out: if you're in the Carolinas, Virginia, Tennessee, West Virginia, South Carolina area, WrestleCade is going to happen Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, it's going to happen that Saturday. Uh, you visit WrestleCade.com for tickets and information. It's going to be a who's who of wrestling um, at this. We're having a fan fest that morning, and then the show will start that afternoon. I went last year, was not disappointed one bit. I don't think anybody will be. People like Matt Hardy, the NWO is going to be reuniting. I mean, mm. you're going to have Hall and Nash and X-Pac there. Oh boy. My BFF, Caleb Conley, is going to be there. Uh, the Bravados, they're going to be there. 
uh, they put on the best match last year with Cedric and Caprice. Uh, visit WrestleCade.com. You won't be disappointed. Uh, just want to throw that out there. We'll start covering WrestleCade as you know it gets closer, and especially since Bob's going to be making his North Carolina debut. Everybody, all come out. You know, don't be a lemon. Be a Bob Bud. That's right. Go. I'll be there. Just I gave that uh, one to you for free. I appreciate that. I'm not going to charge you 2.99 for the video. Um, I will be there at the very least so that I can stand face-to-face, nose-to-nose with Caleb Conley, and I can tell him what I really think about him in person. Oh, I'm going to have the video camera for that because I have got to see that. You can videotape all you want. That will be part of the shoot video. Ooh, I see this coming together. I see all this coming together, Bob. I I think, you know, I could make you a star. If you stick with me, I could make you a star. Uh, See, now you're stealing my lines. I ain't taking my stuff. (laughs) Lord. Carry on, woman. What else we got? House of Hardcore? Um, we got House of Hardcore coming up. They're going to make a trip over to the left coast. I'm sure they'll draw just as well uh, out there because of, you know, all the talent that they are going to have on this. But mm-hmm. it's called the West Coast Invasion. It is this Saturday and Sunday at the Harrah's Resort, Southern California, in Valley Center, California. There's an autograph session from 10 to 5. Admission to that is 20 bucks. Um uh, 7 to 10 p.m. is scheduled. Seven wrestling matches scheduled are the Young Bucks versus Bad Influence. That that match right there is worth admission alone. Right. That's going to be an awesome match. Uh, you, you could have Sunday breakfast with the wrestlers. Tickets start at 75 bucks. Wouldn't you like to have breakfast with the Young Bucks? be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool, or with Bad Influence. Um Maybe Christopher Daniels will have his little apple teeny with him. I don't know. But confirmed appearances <laughs> confirmed appearances are George Cole's favorite wrestler, one of them, Terry Funk. Adam Pierce, who I can't say enough good things about Adam Pierce. Uh, Matt Hardy, Amy Dumas, who's AKA Lita, uh, Lance Storm, Mean Gene Okerlund. Yep. Eric Bischoff, Barbie Blank, a.k.a. Kelly Kelly. Uh, damn. Ron Simmons. And there's too many to list and talk about, so you can find all that information at houseofhardcore.net. Let's see who this is. 863, you're on with Live from the Armory. Bunkhouse Bob, my friend. It's it's your friend George, your interviewer for your Shoot, uh, I just had to call in and yes, sir. wish Laura a happy birthday. I know I sent her her present, said it on Facebook, but I wanted to say it to her in person. Happy birthday, Laura. Thank you so much, George. I appreciate it. You don't know. Well, it's it's definitely a, a joyous occasion. You know, good, great friends like you two deserve all the all the props you could get. And, Bob, don't oh, talk to Conley you, in person. Keep that for the shoot interview. That way we'll get more buys off it. We could raise the price to three twenty nine. That's what I'm thinking. Instead of a rollback, we need a we need a price increase. 
There you go. The more more controversy creates cash. Ain't that Eric Bischoff saying? That is, you are correct, and I've used that on more than one occasion to several people. <laughs> you are you are right, George. Won't you stick around, George? You ain't. Are you doing anything? Uh, no, sir. I was I was just listening to this wonderful show, and uh, I figured before the you, you guys went off the air, I'd wish my friend Laura a happy birthday. That's uh, not Thank a problem. You, George. Thank you. We appreciate you calling in, George. You always you always give us solid stuff to go by, and we, we, we certainly appreciate your help with the show, what you provide. It's a, it's, a, it's a great gift to have a person like George Coles in your corner, folks. Well, just, uh, just saying. Um, Russell Birmingham, I came across this. This was a flyer that was out on Facebook, and it kind of caught my attention. Uh, presents the Graysville Summer Brawl. This is Saturday, June 14th. 7.30 bell time. This is at the Maurice West Community Center in Graysville, Alabama. Scheduled to appear on this card, A.J. Styles, Chase Stevens. You might remember him as uh, one half of the tag team with Cassidy Riley uh, in the Naturals. Uh, Matt Riviera, Super Assassin. And then this name, A Blast from the Past, Robert Fuller, who folks might remember. And the Stud Stable. And the Stud Stable. Uh, will be there. Info for this, the only thing I could find, it was on the fly, there's not a website, there is a phone number, 205-870-8690, if you're in the Graysville, Alabama area. Awesome, awesome. And I did want to give a shout-out quick to our friends at HCWA Wrestling. They are going to have an event, I believe is this weekend, at the Resilt Armory. I know two matches. The Raging Rebel, Robert Stanley, and his son, C-Rock, are going to challenge J.B. Smooth, Vice, and Robert Ash in a match where the fans pick the kind of match. It could be a straight two-on-three uh, a two-on-three elimination, street fight, street fight elimination. You know, you can do, you can choose that by going to the HCWA Facebook page. Just type in that HCWA rather. Um, Johnny Roxville will defend his newly won HCWA heavyweight title against Outlaw Wayne Taylor. Yeah, folks, go visit our friends at HCWA at the Reedsville Armory. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Up and coming promotion. Talking about promotions um, and talking about names that you give me that I can't remember how to pronounce, uh, CWF, which is Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, presents the Red Carpet Rumble, 3 p.m. bell time, this Sunday at the Ocean View Pavilion in Port... Uh, Come on. Winnemae. I think it's Winnemae, uh, California. Wanamaya. In addition to the 30... Wanamaya. <laughs> you don't know... Spanish hush. Um, uh, the uh, to to jump in a bit, it's Port Wanini to be accurate. Thank, Thank you, George you. Coles. Thank That's you. what I've been saying the whole time. Wanini. <laughs> it's a one of the benefits of having a shoot job calling all places across the country is you learn these little weird towns and their na- weird little names. Yeah, the support. Exactly the support. Like that E-Bor. makes sense. Yeah, like um, Ebor, I know just because it's 60 miles from me, but that's different. <laughs> right. But I still, you know, use George's uh, expertise to figure out how to pronounce that one. Um, yeah, Bob, whatever. Uh, it is in 
as I was saying, in addition to the 30-man Royal Rumble, you can see stars such as AJ Styles, Sean Waltman, a.k.a. X-Pac, Colt Boom Boom Cabana, Jake the Snake Roberts, Willie Mack. You might want to get a look at old Willie before he is shipped off to Florida. Um, Big Duke and all the stars of championship wrestling from Hollywood, including our good friends Allie Parker and Sue Stone. Uh, you can find all that information at www.hollywoodwrestling.com. That's right. And, and just to elaborate on what you said, it would not surprise me that at the red carpet rumble, if this isn't one of the, the last appearance or close to last appearances, that you'll see Willie Mack at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, just saying. So you might want to check that out. Oh, yeah. But, I think he's, he's bound. He's WWE bound, I believe. Yep, it's only it's only a matter of time. It's only, Honestly, it's only a matter of time. Folks, we've come to that magical time where it's the end of the show. We'd love to stay on and, and talk for another six hours, but Laura's already found that out with George that it doesn't work. But we wanted to <laughs> we wanted to announce next week's guests. Our next week's guests are the Cutter Brothers, great tag team, indie tag team, um, and we're hoping we haven't confirmed this. We're hoping to have both brothers on at the same time. One way or the other, it'll be either a Cutter brother or the Cutter Brothers, one of the two. And also, the bully. Yeah. Also, Jimmy Rave will be stopping by, and we will probably get. A great phone call from none other than Joshua Von Wheeler to talk about AWE Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment's big show that they've got coming up. Uh, Not this weekend, but the following weekend. We'll have all the details for it next week. This is a pretty big deal. Uh, Wrestling is finally coming back to the Atlanta area. As Josh had told us uh, a couple of weeks ago, They've been in a drought, and he has made it his mantra, has made it his mantra and and put us in on the ground floor of this great promotion, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. So we're looking forward to speaking to Josh and and, uh, Jimmy Rave next week about about the big event that they've got coming up. So you don't want to miss that. Once again, we'd like to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to the show without you. None of this is possible. Laura, I hope that you have a a great rest of your evening for your birthday. Happy birthday to you, my friend and my co-host. Thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate that. And I do want to say to everybody, again, I'm very humbled. I've checked Facebook, and I have probably almost, I don't know, 140, 150 people wishing me happy birthday. And from a a girl from a, a little town, little in southwest Virginia, it means a whole lot. You just don't know. And I appreciate everybody taking a little time out of their day to try to make my day better. Thank you all. Folks, we'd like to continue on. I've got to, uh, and this isn't a sponsorship plug, I've got to use my proactive anti-aging wrinkle cream uh, that was sent to me. So I have to use some of it tonight, folks. So I, I've got to put my beauty mask on for later so that I don't look as old as Laura does after her 49th birthday today. So with that being said, thank you for listening to the show. And remember, 
there is never a bad seat here at the Armory. Have a good night, folks. been listening to live from the armory wrestling radio show listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every wednesday night at 7 p.m eastern time subscribe to us on itunes follow us on twitter at from the armory and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9 if you like what you hear Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.